it, folks. And you can be heard through the music. All right. <clears throat> well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. The purge has begun. The Canadian government has gone full retard, and they are only the first. There is so much more trouble in the world today, and you need to be prepared for what has now started and is no longer just coming. Look at our past shows for tips that we have given on being prepared, and you need to up your preps. If you haven't started, it's not quite too late. You still have time. I suggest you get started for those for all those tips. Listen to the show here. We've got all kinds of great stuff for you, so I suggest that you... Come on in out of the dark. Uh, have a drink and settle down by the fire to fall down some rabbit holes with us. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I've never heard you screw it up so badly or be so... You know what? I accidentally started earlier today, so suck it. <laughs> It was recommended to me due to my issues with the day that I have a couple of drinks and it turned into a hundred drinks. So yeah, well, life goes on. You gotta drink. You gotta eat food before you start drinking, or you get drunk really, really fast. Yeah, something that people around me don't realize is I don't eat very much. I usually eat every other day. Yeah, well, so. You got to remember, if you're going to be drinking booze, you got to know that if you don't if you don't eat, you uh, are going to be a mess. All right, well, let's get the show started here. Let's start out with our usual weekly spiritual reading, because we have discovered that, of course, the Bible is not just a bunch of fairy tales and uh, pornography and other great stuff in here, but it is a history and a warning of the cycles of our planet. And since we are in massive conjunctions, cycles repeating, the cycles are repeating right now like nobody's business, we've been reading from it. And it turns out, you know, if you read between the lines, a lot of it makes sense in today's world. Today's reading is from the 1950, 1955, 19, 1955 version of the Holy Bible, since we're coming to you from the oasis deep in the heart of the Cowichan Valley, where we got that. And today's reading is from Isaiah chapter 33. Woe to thee that spoilest, and thou wast not spoiled, and dealest treacherously, and they dealt not treacherously with thee. When thou shalt cease to spoil, and thou shalt be spoiled, and when thou shalt make an end to deal treacherously, they shall deal treacherously with thee. O Lord, be gracious unto us. We have waited for thee. Be thou their arm every morning our salvation, also in the time of trouble. At the noise of the tumult, the people fled at the lifting up of thyself, of thyself thy, the nations were scattered. And your spoils shall be gathered like the gathering of the caterpillar, as the running to and fro of locusts shall be run upon them. 
The Lord is exalted, for he dwelleth on high. He hath filled Zion with judgment and righteousness, and wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times and strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Behold, their valiant ones shall cry without. The ambassadors of peace shall weep bitterly. The highways lie waste. The wayfaring man ceaseth. He hath broken the covenant. He hath despiseth the cities. He regardeth no man. The earth mourneth and the languish. Lebanon is ashamed and hewn down. Sharon is like, like a wilderness. And Basam and Carmel shake off their fruits. Now will I rise, saith the Lord. Now will I be exalted. Now will I lift up myself. Ye shall be conceived chaff. Ye shall bring forth stubble. Your breath as fire shall devour you. And the people shall be as the burnings of lime, as thorns cut up shall they be burned in the fire. Hear ye that are far off what I have done. Ye that are near acknowledge my might. The sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness have surprised the hypocrites. Who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with everlasting burnings? He that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly, he that despiseth the gain of oppressions, that shaketh his hands from holding of bribes, that stoppeth his ears from hearing of blood and shutting his eyes from seeing evil, he that dwell on high, his place of defense shall be the munitions of rocks. Bread shall be given him, his waters shall be sure. Thine eyes shall see the king in his beauty. They shall behold the land that is very far off. Thine heart shall meditate terror. Where is the scribe? Where is the receiver? Where is he that counted the towers? Thou shalt not see a fierce people, a people of deeper speech than thou canst perceive, of a stammering tongue that thou canst not understand. Look upon Zion, the city of our Solomites. Thine eyes shall see Jerusalem, a quiet habitation, a tabernacle that shall not be taken down. Not one of the stakes thereof shall ever be removed. Neither shall any of the cords thereof be broken. <clears throat> but there be glorious Lord will be us be unto us a place of broad rivers and streams wherein shall go no gallery with oars no galley with oars neither shall gallant ship pass by for the lord is our judge the lord is our lawgiver the lord is our king he will save us thy tacklings are loosened they could not well strengthen their mast they could not spread the sail then is the prey of great spoil divided, the lame take the prey, and the inhabitants shall not say, I am sick. The people that dwell in there shall be forgiven their inequity. There you go. There's our entertainment for tonight. Go. It really makes me just think of what's going on right now. Exactly what happened. I, I was flipping back and forth trying to find a passage because I didn't have any in reserve. And that one there finally popped up when I was just flipping the book open at random. And I went, yep, there you go. There's what's happening right now. Yep. 
I don't have any special videos today because I really haven't spent a lot of time on YouTube this last week. So, and we've got a minimal amount of random garden stuff and cooking and prep stuff, but we will cover those up just because, you know, we got to. And we're going to deep dive into a lot of the fucking insanity that has happened in the last week. So, first off, let's start with some light stuff. A couple of ra a random garden thing. If you're doing a garden, you want to know a bit about your soil, here is an article on how you can do it yourself, a mason jar soil test. And this is kind of a cool thing to do. I've actually done this. Um, before I saw this article, I did this when I was doing testing on my on my soil content, my nutrition content. But you want to find out what your soil is made of because soil is made up of three basic ingredients, which is uh, sand, silt, and clay. And you want to know what the contents are of it. What you do is you take a scoop full of your soil, toss it into a mason jar about a third of the way up the mason jar, maybe half, close to a third of the way to half, fill it the rest of the way with water, shake it really, really well, and then let it settle. As it settles, the sand will settle to the bottom first, the, uh, or the silt will settle on top of that, and then the clay will settle on top of that. And you can sort of figure out what your, what your soil is made of. And this is an important thing because your soil is everything for your plants. You know, you want to make sure that it's going to hold water, but it's also got to drain water at the same time. It can't hold too much water because it'll drown the plants. And this is a really good test to do. This doesn't tell you the nutrition value in your soil, but it does tell you what your soil is made of and how sandy, silty, and clay it is in there. And it's a really good test, something you'll want to do. It's kind of cool to do. Makes for a great experiment if you have kids to do this. So, anyway, I thought it was a cool thing to bring. And her head is gone again. Either that or she fell asleep on me. I, I didn't know. fall asleep so much as um, I was offered the alcohol earlier today and I am not doing well. Oh, okay. Well, I hate to lose you right when we get into the really cool shit. Are you still there? Yep, just not doing great because I've forgotten to eat for the last four days. Well, you can't go four <clears throat> days without eating. Holy crap. I did. I was too focused on everything else in my life, unfortunately. And then alcohol was put in front of me today, and I enjoyed it because, you know, chocolate whiskey, who can go wrong? Yeah, well. But chocolate whiskey is not your friend when you haven't eaten for four days. No, no whiskey's your friend when you haven't really eaten because if your stomach's empty of food, the booze goes straight to your system. <laughs> yep, and right. that is what I am learning right now. Yeah, well, it's just that you're really slow in responding, so that's why I was asking if you're disappearing on me. Not disappearing, still here, just a little slower and getting back to you. All right, well, let's go on to some cooking and canning recipes. What I've got here is an article on how to make an excellent tomato sauce, as they do in Italy. I thought it was an interesting article. I kind of skimmed through it, read it out, and uh, 
Tomato sauce is an interesting thing. I've been making my own tomato sauces for some time, but this is an interesting recipe for making and canning your own tomato sauce. And they're talking about some ingredients that I never thought about adding to my tomato sauce, such as olive oil, roasting your tomatoes before you uh, make them into a sauce. You know, a couple of questions. How do you roast tomatoes? You put them in the oven. You put them in For the oven. For how long at what temperature? Um, probably around uh, 300 degrees, 350. And you got to monitor them because you don't want them to burn. What will happen is they'll they'll brown on one side and you flip them and you brown them. Or you could probably do them in a uh, cast iron skillet too. Basically, basically you're just you're just browning the outside a bit, roasting them a bit on the outside to get a little bit of char on there. It changes the flavor. So I thought that was I thought those were two cool uh, cool ideas. <clears throat> and then add, cool and then idea. adding a bunch of olive oil into the pan or into the uh, stuff along with garlic olive oil and garlic me I've just been canning my tomato sauce as plain simple tomato sauce and I've been adding stuff to it later but I thought the roasting was an interesting thing I may try that this year when I'm making tomato sauce well it's not like you have a lack of tomatoes no I usually don't I have lots of tomatoes I usually have lots and lots of tomatoes, but we'll see how this year goes. But I thought it was cool. Now, before we wander into some of the wild medicines and other tips, that brings me to uh, the Oasis and its uh, and how it's been doing with the freeze dryer. I actually have managed to freeze dry milk, and because my mom wanted some lactose milk, she went and bought a thing of lactose milk, and I freeze dried the lactose milk for her and jarred it up. Turns out two liters of lacto of milk, a two liter container of milk, makes a quart and a half of freeze-dried powder. And so you can make your own instant powdered milk with, free with a freeze dryer. And now it lasts from the, you know, week or two weeks or in lactose-free, it gets a month of, uh, of its lifespan as a liquid. Now it goes to upwards of a 25 year lifespan. Depend on how I you gotta ask, it. how much is two liters of milk? Two liters. The okay, little, so the, the, the even little... when it's dried, it still equals out to two liters? No, when it was dry, it was equaled out to a liter and a half. Okay. Or a quart, yeah, a liter and a half. When it was dried, so it's got a half a liter of water in there. And it's just a powder. Plus, I've also Good been doing... Plus, I've also been freeze-drying my veggies and uh, my leftovers. I've been freeze-drying my leftovers when I have them and uh, put packaging them up. And that's one of the great things about a freeze-dryer is you freeze-dry your leftovers. Plus, I had, a, I had a bag of potatoes that were going bad, so I processed them and uh, made them into mashed potatoes with butter and uh, salt and pepper. Uh, no, butter, butter, garlic, and onion powder butter garlic and onion powder it tasted really good and they're about to go in the freeze dryer so i'll have my own i'll have my own instant potato flakes that all you got to do is add water add hot water and you have instant instant mashed potatoes and uh, they already have their butter and and other stuff in them so i thought that was pretty cool and because I don't have time to make my own ice cream, I bought some high-end ice cream that's basically uh, that's basically uh, lacking in all the extra shit. And I'm going to freeze-dry some ice cream next week. So, I thought that was a pretty cool thing. 
All right. Well, let's go wander on to other tips since uh, I'm going to be doing the show by myself tonight, I think. All right. We've got some wild food and medicine tips for you. First one for you is $0 alternatives to over-the-counter medications. And this one here is kind of important in dealing with natural soul, natural cold, sore throat, and cough remedies. <coughs> and these are herbs you will want to grow in your garden. And you also want to get yourself pro uh, probiotics and other miscellaneous things. And something's happening here. Hello. I can't. I had liquor put in front of me and I'm too drunk and yep. I can't. Okay. Off I'm you go. Sorry, Bye. There we go. All right. There's the official word. You heard it there. I got a phone call. That's all done. We'll kill the stream. Or not kill that stream. We'll kill the phone call of... Uh... Kill the phone call. There we go. All right. All is done in the world today. All right. So, natural remedies for anxiety and insomnia. All right. Some natural remedies is... Uh... Valerian root, passion flower, chamomile tea, lavender, aromatherapy oil, lemon balm. Now I make a I make a really excellent tea out of chamomile, lemon balm, and uh, mint. It's really flavorful and it is a good relaxant. Natural antibiotics, natural antibiotics are things like golden seal, orange root, yellow pucon, um, garlic, and other oregano oil if you can produced oil, pain relief, lavender oil, and rosemary. So this is a really good article to check out. Now we got another one here. Lemon balm uses. Now I grow a lot of lemon balm. I like my lemon balm. It is one of my useful things. It's great in the kitchen. I add it to my, to my um, Italian seasoning blend. It comes back year and year after year. It makes an excellent tea, um, all kinds of it. The iced tea, if you mix it with a few other things, it's really good. You can add it to lemonade or your drinks. There's a lot that you can do with lemon balm. It is something that everyone can use. So check out the article in the show notes for that. All right, other tips. Here you go, a couple of other quick tips. This one I'm pretty sure we've had on the show before. It is called the only four knots that you're actually that you're going to actually use in a survival situation. And that's probably true. Of all the knots you'll ever use and learn, these are the four I use the most. The reef knot or the square knot, as it's often called, the figure eight knot, the round turn two half inches and the butterfly knot. These are knots I use constantly in and around my garden, camping, hiking, you know, anytime I'm putting up ropes, tying down stuff on my truck, all of that. Another great article here is 12 foods to keep in your car at all times. Now I keep a few of these in my truck. One of them, I keep water. I've always got water. I buy water by the bottles and I keep it in my truck at all times. Try to keep water in there. I've never kept Gatorade powder, but I'm considering it and considering some of the things I'm planning to do and with my, with my freeze dryer, I can probably make my own powders. 
jerky. I don't keep that in the truck, but I, I actually I do from time to time. When I have enough extra, I toss a little bit in the truck. Ramen and dried vegetables. Now, this one here is one that I hadn't thought of. And this is one that you might want to consider keeping ramen in your noodles. If you've got the, if you've got the uh, water, all you need now is something to heat it in, and you'll be good to go. You know, dried fruit. I keep some in the truck occasionally, and now that I'm freeze-drying my own fruit, this is a really good thing. Now, if you're freeze-drying stuff, make sure you have water because you will need it. Canned fruit, never, never kept that. Granola bars, though. I do keep granola bars in my truck, if not for me, for the kids. Nuts and sunflower seeds, I do keep those. Hard candies, oh, I've always got those. I'm not a gum chewer, but hard candies and gum is a good idea. Breakfast cereal, if you got young kids. Chips, they say Doritos, I say chips, you know, whatever chips. Different spices, now this one's kind of an interesting one, something that I'm going to consider doing because, you know, you get stranded somewhere and you gotta, you know, make yourself some roadkill. This might be a good handy thing to have. All right, it's a good article to read over. Another article you might find interesting is how someone is planning to vanish in the next crisis. You might follow this article, get some great tips on what to do if shit hits the fan or shit is hitting the fan and you want to disappear before shit hits the fan and you want to do it without being tracked. This is a really good article about, about the things you want to do, such as, you know, smash your electronics, change your appearance, you know, keep moving, you know, get make sure you have lots of cash, you know, choose a new uh, job like a firewood splitter, a blacksmith, handyman, potter, butcher, farmer, delivery man, apothecary, healer. It's kind of an interesting one. All right. Well, that brings us to all of our main focus on this stuff. The main focus of this evening is going to take us into all kinds of interesting stuff. And we will start with this. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge. Your government thanks you for your participation. I don't think it's just an annual purge, folks. I think this is the big purge. The big purge has begun. Now, before we get into the Rona crap and everything, let's start with the big purge. The Canadian government has gone full retard. And we're going to cover up some things. I got these jingles. I stole these, jing these jingles, these clips. I stole these clips from the No Agenda Show. And they're a little out of order because they didn't load correctly. I'll do better next time. But let's start with some of the things that are happening in Canada and see what we've got. Let's start with this one. Now to the latest clashes in Canada. Police moving in on the remaining protesters from the so-called Freedom Convoy, saying the occupation is now over. Smoke seen blowing through the crowd. According to authorities, some demonstrators using tear gas and smoke grenades against the officers. Dozens of people arrested and dozens of trucks and other vehicles were towed. ABC's Kenneth Moten reporting tonight from Ottawa. 
Tonight, the clashes in Canada's capital city. Officers clearing the last protesters of the so-called Freedom Convoy. Some defiant, shoving, face-to-face, -face, pushing back against police. That's my mother! Don't you touch her! Police in riot gear, accusing protesters of using gas and smoke grenades. Officers armed with batons and rubber bullets. Hey, hey, hey. Hitting back with pepper spray. This man dragged away. More than 170 demonstrators arrested in this police crackdown. This is about personal freedom of choice for our bodies, for our lives. But after three weeks of taking over Ottawa's downtown over COVID restrictions, some remaining truckers retreating. Even as police move in, they're still giving these truckers the option to leave on their own. Police towing other big rigs. Today, Parliament back in session. This area was the last stronghold for demonstrators. This occupation is now over. We will continue with our mission until it is complete. Wet Parliament Hill has now been cleared. The perimeter secured with this fencing, but protesters have spilled into other parts of the city. Ottawa police telling them to go home. I love how they label it the so-called freedom protest. And this is what's happened. This is what happened over the weekend. This is the stuff that happened over the weekend. And yes, they pushed them back. They cleared all the protesters from it. And it's really, really quite insane. And this is what the Ottawa police chief has to say about it, though. <coughs> because even though it's all cleared, it's all done, our prime idiot has taken full control and has gotten the emergency act passed in parliament it goes now to the um goes now to the senate house which they'll fucking rubber stamp it and we have created a dictatorship in canada a dictatorship at any rate but here's what's happening because this is going to make it so that people that have already gotten out there, protested and everything else, really have no choice but to fight. If the protesters at this point, uh, you know, uh, retreat and go home, uh, are they gonna be getting sort of repercussions down the road? Or are you gonna be sort of actively pursuing the people that you've been sort of documenting and filming who are still out there protesting? What are your plans after this, uh, after the protest is over? Thank you, it's a great question. And the simple answer is yes. It's if not you a are great question. In this protest, we will actively look to identify you and follow up with financial sanctions and criminal charges. Absolutely. We, we, this investigation will go on for months to come. It has many, many different streams, both from a federal uh, financial level, from a provincial licensing level, from a criminal code level, from a municipal breach of court order, breach of court injunction level. It will be a complicated and time-consuming um, investigation that will go on for a period of time. You have my commitment that that investigation will continue and we will hold people accountable for taking our streets over. Yeah, so basically what he said there is if you were at this protest, we know who you are now. We've got your license plates. We might have let you drive away, but we're going to come after your ass. And we're going to come after your ass in a major fucking way. Here is our deputy prime minister telling you some of the ways they're going to come after your ass. Uh, in terms of the financial instruments which our government is using right now to act against these illegal blockades and illegal occupation. Uh, we reviewed very, very carefully 
the tools at the disposal of the federal government. Uh, and we used all the tools that we had prior to the invocation of the Emergencies Act. No, you didn't use all the tools. that we needed some additional tools. Now, some of those tools, uh, we will be putting forward uh, measures to put those tools permanently in place. Uh, the authorities of FinTrack, I believe, do need to be expanded to cover crowdsourcing platforms. Uh, and uh, payment platform and their payment providers. Uh, so that's, that is something that we need to do and we will do, and that needs to be in place permanently. So if you didn't catch that last bit, they're putting these tools in place permanently, even though they're emergency orders, and they're already locking down people's bank accounts. There's been reports from... Um, members of parliament that have gotten calls from their constituents, such as a single lady who has kids. She made a donation a month ago of like 20, 50 bucks or something. And now her bank account is frozen. They're going after people for this. Pointlessly and illegally, God only knows what's going to happen to Canada in this one. But Canada is fucked. We are fucked in a major goddamn way. And it is just... It's horrendous what's happening. We've created a dictator. It, as I was growing up, I remember, you know, studying history, history in high school. And, you know, we studied up on uh, Nazi Germany and whatnot. And I kept thinking, how the hell could those people fall for that shit? How the hell did they manage to give Hitler all that power? And then once he had the power, it was too late to take it back. Well... We're seeing it live now. This is it, folks. We have just saw a Hitler take over a country in fucking modern times where we have all the history and the knowledge, all the knowledge of our planet at our fingertips on the Internet. And I've watched people on Twitter cheer this. Cheer this on. It was like, I swear to God, I was watching, I was watching the uh, Star Wars movie, Revenge of the, or I can't remember the one where she goes, she goes, and this is how democracy fails to the sound of applause. That's exactly what's happening here. Can we get out of this? I don't know. It's not quite too late, but it's getting really fucking close to too late. It's just downright insane. As to what's happening, it's just, I, I can't believe it is occurring. And people are cheering it on, cheering it on. Let's catch a couple of other little snippets here. Here we go. Let's catch this one. Question questions and comments, uh, the honorable member for Oshawa. Oh, before I take this one on. Okay, this is a fellow, this is a member of Parliament Canada who questioned how many people in Parliament were members of the World Economic Forum. How many, how many were controlled by the World Economic Forum? And strangely enough, they tend to say that his question wasn't heard, but this was recorded directly off of CPAC, which is the equivalent to in the States for, I can't remember what it's called now, watching the uh, debates in Congress. At any rate, 
Let's have a listen to this one. Question and contact, questions and comments, uh, the Honourable Member for Oshawa. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and I listened to my colleague's speech. I had a constituent that wanted me to ask a question about outside interference to our democracy. Klaus Schwab is the head of the World Economic Forum, and he bragged how his subversive WWF World Economic Forum has, quoted, infiltrated governments around the world. He said that his organization had penetrated more than half of Canada's cabinet. And I was wondering, in the interest of transparency, could the member please name which cabinet ministers are on board with the WEF's agenda? My concern is the deputy. Uh, order, order, order. I, I know he was. I know the, uh, the member was in a, a really good, good question there, but the, the the audio is really, really bad, and the video is really, really <laughs> bad as well. Um, and I and I and I apologize. I don't know if if the member. Okay, uh, let's let's uh, let's try again. The honourable the, the, the honourable member for Timmins James Bay. Mr. Speaker, that member was promoting open disinformation. That's not debate. We have to call out disinformation. Uh, we'll get into debate again. Uh, the Honourable Member, uh, questions and comments, the Honourable Member for Lambton, Ken Middlesex. Yeah, they just fucking crushed him right in the middle of his question. And they just crushed him and then they said, oh, your audio was bad. No, that audio was pretty fucking good to me. That was some really damn good audio. It's like, what? What the fuck? It's like, and then there's, oh, your audio or your video is bad and blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, wait we got somebody over here. Oh, it's, it's suddenly disinformation? No, that wasn't fucking disinformation. Because here is Klaus Schwab bragging about that exact thing. And I have to say, um, when I mention our names, like Mrs. Merkel, um, even uh, Vladimir Putin and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. But um, what we are very proud of now, the young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of, Brazil, of uh, Argentina and so on, that we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a, at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau and I know that half of this cabinet, or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet, are for our actually young global leaders of the world. See, there it is. Direct from Klaus Schwab's mouth that over half the Canadian cabinet is members of the World Economic Forum, and he's particularly proud of fucking Trudidiot. So it's just, this is just fucking insanity shit is what it is. It's just fucking downright crazy. All right, we got one more clip from No Agenda here, and let's hear what the CBS Evening News, the M5M of the United States, had to say about this shit here in Canada. Meanwhile, in Canada today, police moved in to confront protesters who for three weeks have gridlocked the capital city of Ottawa over vaccine mandates. Semi-trucks and other vehicles were towed. At least 70 people so far have been arrested. Yeah, it turned out to be more than 70 people by the time they were done. But as we see, this is just part of the insanity that is going on in the world. And I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here. This is just crazy. We've got a couple of other things here. Let's go with some other stuff out of Twitter. 
Canada government has gone full retard and is putting in place a dictatorship. Well, I had more vi- I had more viewers, but I seem to have lost them. Oh well. So be it. I get what I get. It is the show. All right. Here is our illustrious prime minister. I think this is similar to the same clip I've already played. And I'm going to work hard at bringing in more clips. Financial instruments, which are government. In terms of the financial instruments, which our government is using right now to act against. it, It is the same clip I already played. Although it's a little longer, I think. Let's see. Oh yeah, it's a little longer. Let's see. Let's jump. Let's jump ahead on this clip. These of FinTrack, I believe, do yep. need to we be expanded to cover crowdsourcing platforms uh, and uh, payment platform and their payment providers. Uh, so that's that is something that we need to do and we will do, and that needs to be in place permanently. Uh, Some of these other tools, uh, like uh, the sharing of information between law enforcement and financial services. See, they're going to be sharing information between law enforcement and financial services to find you and block your payments in your bank accounts. Yay. That's exciting. And the requirement of financial services to be reviewing their accounts proactively and the immunity from prosecution that we have provided to them in doing this. These are extraordinary measures, measures that we absolutely believe are necessary in the current circumstances that are having an impact. And let me also point out having a peaceful impact. It's not peaceful, uh, you cunt. aspect of the... Unbelievable. It's not peaceful in the least. You know, you're talking about, you know, it is it, it might not be beating people over the head, but but it's making their lives miserable for doing something that they thought was right in a country that is supposed to have our rights to be able to do that. Financial tools that I would point to as being really effective and important is uh being clear that insurance on trucks that participate in these illegal occupations and blockades will be suspended. So we didn't have those tools. I don't believe that those tools should be part of the toolbox of a government in ordinary times, but they are necessary in these extraordinary circumstances and uh, they are having a very uh, clear yeah, how come none of those tools were used during the BLM riots, the church burnings, and everything else that happened across Canada in the last year? Downright insanity. Uh. Oh, what's this? See, I love my Twitter feed sometimes. Let's see. She really believes that COVID has provided a window of opportunity. Let's hear what this says. I really believe COVID has created 
a window of political opportunity and maybe an epiphany. I maybe re- an epiphany? I really believe... An epiphany? Well, what window of opportunity? Hey, we can take control of shit and we can fucking insert a dictatorship. And, oh my God. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. We've got more on The Purge Begins. Now, in last week's show... We were talking about um, we were talking about what was coming, and many people believed it was going to start on Thursday. And I said, nope, it's not going to start on Thursday. It's going to start on Friday because we covered some episodes from uh, the Canadian uh, prepper who talked about the stuff he was getting requests for materials from from uh, the Red Cross and other things, and it sounded like they were prepping for internment camps and other miscellaneous things to feed people, and prepping for, they were prepping for big arrests. And I said, no, it won't happen on Thursday. This sort of thing only happens on Fridays, and it would continue through the weekend. And sure enough, it started late Friday. Late on Friday, it started, after the news cycle had, had wound down for the weekend, all their major talking heads or take the weekend off, etc. So this sort of shit always goes down on a weekend. And by Sunday, they had cleared them away. And by Monday, which was yesterday, it was they were completely gone from the square or from the places they had occupied. And they should have not voted for the emergency powers to continue. But of course, we have two parties in Canada, which are major dick suckers, which is the Liberal Party and the uh, NDP Party of Canada. And the NDP supported the fucking uh, libtards. And they helped push through this thing so that the emergency powers were given to the Prime Minister. I'm really hoping that we can come back from this, but I don't have much high hopes. I, I really believe that we've created a dictatorship and I don't know what's going to happen, you know, in my particular spot here in Canada. And it's going to be hard and the world is going to be hard for the next few years, but this is just the beginning. And once they see, once countries like Australia, New Zealand, France, and others see, oh, Canada was successful. Ooh, we can do it too. And of course, you've got these convoys that Canadians inspired across the globe now. They can all use it as, oh my God, we have an emergency. We have these peaceful protesters. And that's the one thing that they never talked about in any of the mainstream medias. These, you know, I, I've been following, um, CBC News and the other mainstream media news on Twitter just to see the shit they say. And they've gone, oh, these protesters were harassing us. They were chasing us. They were calling us bad names and other things. And and when you watch it, well, they're just basically calling out the fucking idiot mainstream media as fucking liars, the liars that they are. And, but all these other countries are going to use the same misinformation platforms to enact their own emergency powers act and create their own dictatorships across the globe. The United States might be the last one to fall, but starting tomorrow, there is a convoy that is headed from Los Angeles 
all the way to Washington, D.C. And it will gain steam as it goes. It will gain more and more momentum as it goes. It's going to be interesting to watch this one as it goes. It launches tomorrow. And if the United States can't pull out of this nosedive, the whole world is fucking doomed. The United States is the last bastion of pure, guaranteed, without a doubt, freedom of speech. Canada is not guaranteed it. We have our similar constitution or our Charter of Rights and Freedoms, as it's called, but they put a fucking clause in our Charter of Rights and Freedoms that allowed the government to override our Charter of Rights and Freedoms. The United States did not. They laid it down as solid, cold, absolute rights. Even though the Constitution has been suspended a couple of times in the United States and people bought into it, it happened during the Civil War and it happened during World War II. Let's hope it doesn't happen again. If it happens again, this will be the last time it's suspended. The United States will die like every other country is dying right now. And unfortunately, not all of us have the opportunity to abandon the country we're in and go somewhere better. All we've got left is to fight for the country we're in. Let's go see this one here. The police in Canada have gone too far. As we go loading, 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 keep the doggies loading, rawhide. Kick them up, kick them out, kick them up, kick them out, rawhide. Loading, 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 rawhide. I need to actually fucking clip that out and turn it into a clip. Actually, well, we don't have any listeners on the show, so I don't give a fuck. If I had any actual listeners to the show, I'd say, hey, somebody record, clip that out for me and send it to me so I could use it as a clip. All right. This is the one the news media has gone fucking full retard with. They're going, somebody threw a bicycle in front of the horses. Oh, my God. That's not what fucking happened. Watch. Here comes the horses. See, there's some live video that was recorded at the exact instant that that occurred. She was there where a peaceful protest and they had a, her and her walker and the horses came through and one of them pushed into the crowd and trampled her. It's just, it's downright disgraceful. Downright disgraceful. All right, we want to hear something now on this insanity. 
This is something that is strange from Dr. Bill Gates, who's not a doctor, but some people seem to think he's a fucking doctor since his word is so good about the scamdemic and all. This fucking insanity shit. Just downright insanity shit. I mean, some of this shit, I find it so hard to believe that this is actually occurring in our world. The number of people that are, dude, I'm going to have to save some tweets here of all the people that are just like cheering this shit on. Because, you know, it'll be good to bring it back if we gain back our uh, democracy, which I don't have high hopes of. All right, let's hear what Dr. Bill Gates has to say. Well, I'm not sure that, you know, this was an interesting trust, uh, uh, case test of people's trust in their <laughs> I love it. This was an interesting case of people's trust. Politicians or their health system. And, you know, Statistically, uh, we didn't do as well. At I love that. This is a test of people's trust of their health system, of the health system. But statistically, we didn't do as well as we'd hoped we'd do. <laughs> as I would have expected, you know. In fact, you know, I'm cited as some, you know, mastermind, some evil yeah, plot uh, in many, many cases. So, no, I didn't expect any of that. Uh, you know, in some ways, the politicization of, you know, taking vaccines and helping protect other people, um, you could almost say that's a step backwards. You know, I hope vaccine acceptance for other diseases like measles is not reduced by this. Well, it might be, but you never know. It's just one of those things there, Dr. Bill. You know, a lot of people jumped in and took the vaccines, but a meaningful minority. No, a lot of people didn't jump in and take the vaccines. A lot of people were coerced into taking the vaccines. They were told, take the vaccine or you lose your job. Take the vaccine, you can't travel. Take the vaccine or you can't travel. Take the vaccine or you can't go out to dinner. Take the vaccine or you can't have a normal everyday life. That's what it was. It was not take the vaccine and get healthy. We have a vaccine that is really, really good for you. Here's the proof that it's, that it's going to be okay. You can take it and it's going to do good. No, that's not what happened. What happened was it was like, if you don't take this vaccine, you are not going to be able to work for a living. If you don't take this vaccine, you can't go out to dinner. If you don't take this vaccine, you can't travel like you used to. That's coercion, coercion. That is forcing it down your throat. That is, you know, people are going, oh no, you got a choice. Yeah, I got a choice. Oh, what's my choice? I take the vaccine or I have to lose my job. I'm only trained for one job. And this is the problem. Many, 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 the vast majority of people in the planet are only trained for whatever their chosen career is. They are not trained for anything else. They can't just quit their job and go do something else. And that is the problem. 
nobody seems to comprehend what this problem is and how this problem is forcing the vaccine to go, no, it's not forced. You're not forced to do it. We're not, we're not making you, we're not holding you down and jabbing you. Well, you may as well be holding people down and jabbing them because you're telling them they can't do things that were part of their normal life. Fuck. Some of this shit is just insane. In most countries, we're led down a path of believing that not only you know, was there, were there rare side effects, but that the vaccine wasn't uh, properly tested or was some part of something. I love that. The vaccine wasn't pro- it wasn't properly tested. This vaccine came into existence in less than a year. They forced it on everyone. There are side effects. Lots and lots and lots of side effects. They vary across the board. We're not going to know the full impact of what this vaccine has done to people for five years. Yes, it was an evil conspiracy. So, anyway, that was a really strange one. All right. I've got a 100-year-old newspaper article. An early conspiracy theorist. Okay. Great article. Okay, I, I didn't bring this one up. This one here was one that Amber delivered to us. English city, English city of Leicestershire as an example of benefits of the abolition of vaccine. That is too fucking small to read. Let's see if we can largen it up so we can actually fucking read some of it. First statement I found overwhelming evidence. This proved the third. Both. Uh, wait, wait a second. Let's see here. Dear Sir, clipping from the Boston Evening Transcript of Wednesday, March 31st, has been since me containing what purports to be a report of your 5th Lowell Institute lecture, accompanied by a request that I might such comments thereon as might be needed to correct erroneous... I love Old English, man. (laughs) All right. Let's wrap my tongue around the these and thous. There, sir, a clipping from the Boston Evening Transcript of Wednesday, March 31st, 1909, has been sent to me containing what purports to be a report of your fifth Lowell Institute lecture, accompanied by a request that I make such comments thereon as might be needed to correct erroneous impressions likely to, con- be, likely to be conveyed by it. The task is difficult, especially by reason of vagueness of the laudatory report in the transcript on many of the points you seem to have touched upon, but I believe the errors the reported ascribe, the report ascribes to you to be so seriously misleading that I am bound to make the attempt. Oh, God. I love Old English in that it takes two paragraphs to say what could have been said in the once. Oh God, let's wrap to the end. All right, no true homeopath will resort to the method of inoculating drugs 
though I will not criticize, criticize the physician who may resort to that scientific practice in some extreme case. Neither will he give the poison of a disease condition as a prophylactic to or as a, oh God, I can't do it, man. I, I can't do it. Alcohol's starting to take effect. It's like, that's really, truly fucking entertaining. The microbiome, blah, blah, blah. All right. So this is something you will want to go read if you can get through the old English. I really like old English sometimes. It is just great. All right. Let's go on to some other uh, Canada going full retard. Let's see what else do I have here. I got a whole bunch of stuff uh, Amber brought to the show, but of course she bowed out early tonight. Okay, here we go. I, I like this one. This woman, woman from New York is a budding new Nazi. Oh, this ought to be entertaining. Oh, we got to wait for it. Loading, loading, loading. Get the doggies. Loading, rawhide. Fuck off. Aren't you tired of all these white supremacists? Oh, God, yes. I am tired of the white supremacists. They're everywhere. <coughs> you know what's funny about the white supremacists? We are the only, whites are the only race that has truly eliminated slavery or fought to eliminate slavery. No other race has done it. <coughs> and they call us fucking white supremacists. <coughs> Let's see what we got here. Something's loading here. Let's see if this is the one we want. Oh, they're still loading. Loading, 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 keep doggies loading, rawhide. Okay, this is all about climate change. So fuck climate change, because climate change is pointless. I kind of miss the old days of pure climate change shit. I really do. Climate change was so much easier than the fucking Rona. It made more sense, actually. Okay, here we go. Let's go. Check out this video, if it ever loads. Okay, here you go, buddy, new Nazi. She's wrong color for a Nazi, though. Come on, loading, oh, it's a TikTok. TikTok. We are not. Uh-oh, we're gonna have to hold. We'll have to hold it for a minute while it fucking loads. Load, 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 load. Let's load up this next one here. We'll load that next one while it's loading in the background. Let's see if we can catch this shit. Anti-vax! Please get away! Please get away from saying this negative connotation. From, uh, saying this negative connotation on... We are pro-medical freedom. We are pro-medical freedom. We are pro-medical choice. Okay, well, I don't see the Nazi part yet. Let's wait until we get... We are pro-medical choice. We are pro-American. That does not make me a conspiracy theorist, a domestic terrorist. 
doesn't make me a white supremacist. Okay, well, wait a minute. Okay, I, I, I get it now. Please this is... Please make me a white supremacist. Please tell me where that shows up. Where that shows up. Having a hell of a time getting this downloaded. Let me know when I turn eight shades wider. Yeah, it'd take you about eight shades wider to get white. Okay. All right, so this is actually... This is actually a... I didn't, but I'm labeled that. I miss my kids. I bet she's a single mom. I miss mom. my kids. Miss teaching them life and lessons of life and teaching character. teaching them life. And lessons of, of life and character building. I miss that. But that same energy that I have, the love that I have for them, is the All right. same, same love I'm putting into this so that they have a country that is free. Country that's free. So that they have a place that they can raise their kids. That's free. All right. So this is, I, I misunderstood the title. Um, yeah, it's like she's not a neo-Nazi. She's someone who's speaking for freedom, but they'll label her a neo-Nazi. They'll label her a neo-Nazi and see what it gets her. All right. Let's go see what that other one was from True Idiot. Trudeau's totalitarian turn. The Canadian PM is desperate for his own January 6th moment. It was a hot tub that did it. Photos of Canadian convoy supporters relaxing in a hot tub and, oh dear. Yeah, this is an interesting article. All right. Yeah, more of that, you know, they were not, they were not um, bad protests. They cleaned the streets, they shoveled snow, they had bouncy castles, they were protesters. Yeah, they blocked the streets, but they left one lane open for people to get through. Yes, they honked their horn very late at night, but you got to get attention. I have no idea how all this is going to go. All right, I'm going to take a bit of a break right now. We're going to call it a, a bit of a break, and uh, I need to go empty my squirrel bladder, and uh, I shall be right back.
We had dead air, 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 dead air. Below, just go for it, John. Tell us your peeve about the fisting method of eating snacks on an airplane. I see this on the airplane, and it's very annoying. And I think it will result in in fights breaking out because it's just so annoying to watch. Guy takes his bag of peanuts and he throws a pile of them into his palm of his hand, and then he makes a fist around the nuts. And then he shakes his fist to try to bring a nut to the little hole. Stop. And then he throws a nut in his mouth from his fist. Then he does it again. He shakes and throws and shakes and throws. It is annoying as hell to watch. Jobs. They turn the friggin' frogs gay. Absolutely. Always turning the friggin' frogs gay. All right. Let's go wander on into... Everybody was kung flu fighting <laughs> And all in Wuhan dying <laughs> And it was a little bit frightening All right, the Rhoda. Although this is dying out, it's disappearing quick, but there are still some places on the globe that are pushing it and pushing it because they need it to keep going and they need to get everyone vaccinated. We need 100% of the world vaccinated. Let's go see what fucking uh, Australia is doing about this shit because Australia is trying to justify the Rona in a major fucking way. <clears throat> Just downright insanity as to what they're doing. And of course, while that's happening here, we'll let that load. We can bring up this one here because it should load a hell of a lot faster. Canada has approved the Nov Novavax. Nova vaccine. Uh, that's still not loading either. Bill Gates, there it is. Health Canada authorizes Novavax, Nuvavax, Nuvavaxavid COVID-19 vaccine. Nuva. Exovid, Nuva, nu, no, Nuvax, Nuvax Ovid. 
Nuvax Ovid COVID-19 vaccine. It has been authorized by Health Canada, which is scary unto itself. It's a protein-based vaccine that is administered as a two-dose regimen of five milligram per dose or microgram per dose, 21 days apart. Based on clinical trials, it's 90% at effective at preventing. You know, <coughs> I have issues with that right there. Considering how many people, oh, it's preventing symptomatic COVID <coughs> and 100% at preventing severe disease. <coughs> All right. I need more wine to choke this down. Crap, I didn't even read this. While additional confirmatory data is needed, preliminary and exploratory data shows that Nuvax Ovid, Ovid does produce neutralizing antibodies against the Omicron variant. As a term and condition associated with the authorization, Nuvovax is required to provide data regarding protein or protection against current and emerging variants of concern as soon as it is available. Yeah. In other words, we uh, approved this thing, so you're fucked. All right, here's New Zealand's prime minister. Says the reason people are protesting all comes back to disinformation. That's all it is, folks. It's disinformation. You're getting lied to all over the place. Let's go watch this again with some sound this time. So, uh, you know, actually, I really question the motivation of, of what I see down there. So my so how message do you, how do you fix it, actually How do you to, fix it? Oh, how, how do you fix the issue of misinformation and disinformation? This no, is, I mean... Oh, look at her fucking horse face, man. I swear to God, they're right. She has got a horse face, along with the fucking teeth to go with the horse face. Um, how do you fix misinformation? Well, quit having the government put it out. And how An do you, issue, fi how do you that fix the, that? How do you fix the anger? How do you fix the, those messages of, of violence? And that's many... And that's, and that's actually, it does come back to misinformation. disinformation. For quite some time now, I've obviously been confronted by protests and what has stood out to me is that fact that so many are there based on, on things that simply aren't true. That's what they're protesting. They're protesting shit that's not true. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It has nothing to do with all the truth that's out there. And so this is an issue that the globe is grappling with um, and we do need to grapple with because seeing people so enraged by things that just aren't true um, is worrisome um, and is something that we are all going to have to confront. Right now though, obviously a big focus for us is getting New Zealand through the pandemic, getting us safely through. And some of these longer term issues we are going to have to grapple with in the future. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you're going to have to grapple with them, but now that they've seen Canada successfully implement their Emergency Powers Act, look for Australia and New Zealand implementing their Emergency Powers Act. Look for France implementing their Emergency Powers Act. Currently, England is backing down. They're backing out of all of this shit. <clears throat> Many other countries are backing out. But, and of course, if they backed out of the mandates and the mandating this fucking 
two-tiered human system of, you know, if you don't show your passport, you can't come into this restaurant. You don't show your passport, you can't do this or that. If they backed out of all of that, which is what the protests in Canada were all about, is like in the fucking mandates. That's all they wanted. They wanted the mandates ended. And, but they're not going to do that because they need these protests to use them as excuses. But look for, in the coming weeks, I predict that Australia, New Zealand are going to implement their own Emergency Powers Act because I've seen some of the protests on Twitter for New Zealand and, and uh, Australia of truckers cruising across their country. I expect something similar to happen in the United States, you know, because they have nationwide mandates for federal employees, et cetera, et cetera. So it's going to be quite interesting in, to see what's happening. All right. Here's something from Dr. Bill about Bill Gates warning of a new pandemic and says, sadly, the virus itself, particularly the variant called Omicron, is a type of vaccine. And this is like, oh, this was a, I think this was a clip over on No Agenda. Let's go take a look at that. Ah, oh, yes, here it is. Let's, let's play the No Agenda clip. To, to kick off, actually, and get a bit of a scene center from Mr. Gates, because this is, I know, a topic that you've spoken on again and again. You were ahead of the curve prior to the beginning of this pandemic. Where would you assess where we are today in beating COVID-19? Well, the, uh, you know, sadly, the virus itself. I love that part. Sadly. It's like, what the fuck? Sadly, the virus itself? Particularly the, the variant called Omicron uh, is a type of vaccine. That is, it creates both B cell and T cell immunity. And it's done a better job of getting out to the world population. Uh this shouldn't have been, sadly, Omicron was a vaccine unto itself. It's like, no, hooray. This should be like, thank God, the virus mutated to the point where everyone as we have, we now have herd fucking immunity which is what they were touting the whole fucking time. Uh, than we have with vaccines. If you do uh, serial surveys in African countries, you get well over 80% of people uh, have been exposed either to the vaccine or uh, to various variants. And so, you know, what that does is it means the chance of severe disease, which is mainly associated with being elderly and, uh, having obesity or diabetes, those risks are now dramatically reduced because of that uh, infection exposure. And, you know, it's sad. We didn't do a great job on therapeutics, you know, only here. I love that. It's sad we didn't do a great job on therapeutics. That's because you crushed them all. You prevented people from getting the fucking therapeutics that could have helped during this fucking thing. Oh, no, no, that's not an approved therapeutic. That's horse, that's horse 
worm deworming shit. <sighs> Fuck. Downright fucking insanity of it all. I don't. I'm beyond it now. I I really am. I really am. No wonder fucking uh, Adam smokes so much pot on the show. Two years in, do we have a, a good therapeutic uh, vaccines? It took us two years to be in oversupply. Today, there are more vaccines. It took two years to get an oversupply of the vaccines. No, it didn't take two years. It took less than a fuck or just, wait a sec. When is, this is February, 2022. They started issuing the vaccine late January. So it didn't even take a year to get an oversupply of this fucking vaccine. Wasn't two years, you fucking dick turd. It was over fucking, just over a year. Then there was demand for vaccines. Yes, that's because people are waking up to it. Many, many, many people who've taken two vaccines are saying, fuck the third, because many, many people had adverse side effects ranging from, you know, body aches and pains to being sick to all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, and, you know, that wasn't true. And next time we should try and make it instead of two years, we should make it more like six months, uh, which certainly. Uh... I love that next time. So they're already planning the next one, folks. We're already screwed. They're going to fucking bring something else out and fuck with us even further. I don't know. I'm getting old. It's really getting hard to fucking live with this shit. You know, some of the standardized platform approaches, including mRNA, would allow us to do that. So, you know, it, it took us a lot longer this time than, than it should have. There you go. It took too long. All right. Let's see what this other clip is we have from the blaze. Let's see if it's the same clip. To, to kick off actually and get a bit of a scene center from Mr. Gates, because this is, I know, a topic that you've spoken on again and again. You were ahead of the curve prior to the beginning of this pandemic. Where would you assess where we are today in beating COVID-19? Well, the, uh, you know, sadly, the virus itself, particularly... Oh, it's the exact same clip. All right. It's the exact same clip. All right. Well, so you can see we've got shit from all over the place. It's not making a lot of sense. And uh, this is where we're at, folks. This is where we're at in the Great Reset of everything. Now... The Great Reset is the World Economic Forum to fucking wipe out our economies, kill off two-thirds the population of the planet, which is currently 8 billion people. They need to bring it back down to less than 3 billion. The ultimate goal, of course, is to bring it down to 500,000. You know, so the elites can live their ultra elite lives and uh, the rest of us, you know, the few people that they keep alive for cattle to do all their work because, you know, they got to have somebody do the work. So they got to keep some cattle alive. You know, they want to have, you know, specialized areas on the globe. You know, there's stuff on the Internet you can find where the ultimate goal is that the earth is 
like a, uh, you know, you can only go to special areas at special times. They're already doing that sort of shit in national parks in the United States and Canada where you can't go into this national park without uh, fucking a reservation pass. And of course, you know, some of it's understandable, some of it's not. You know, it's, it, I, I'm of two minds of that because, you know, we are overcrowded and too many people at one time destroy the natural wonder and beauty of the area. You know, I grew up, when I was a teenager, there were only 3 billion people on this planet. Since I, since I was a teenager, which has been 40 years now, we have gone from 3 billion to 8 billion people. Now, granted, you know, most of those 8 billion people live in India, China, and I can't remember where else it's got the massive population. We'll take the United States as an example. When I was a kid, there was probably 100 billion people. It's currently 300 million people. And 300 million people is a lot of fucking people. It pushes the landscape. You know, there's a carrying capacity for land. If it wasn't for our modern agriculture, we'd never accomplished this height of civilization and feeding all the people. Well, we're going to find out how modern agriculture is, is doing because starting this year's crop, for those that aren't aware, Starting with this year's crop, there's going to be shortages and they're not going to be small shortages. They're going to be massive. They've pretty much killed our supply of fertilizer because fertilizer, for the most part, is made from petroleum products. Using petroleum products such as natural gas and oil and other things to produce fertilizer, but there's a shortage of it now because they've cut off our our natural our, our petroleum products. Without fertilizer, <clears throat> they can't grow the crops they grow. It just can't be done. It it's impossible to do it, literally impossible to do it. And we're going to have massive shortages in crops and it's going to start with this year's harvest you'll see minor stories about not being planting able to plant as much crops as they could but you're going to see the story start to appear in the fall if you're not already growing your own food you absolutely have to do it this year you can't wait there is no more time for grow for starting your own gardens and growing a majority of your own food. There is no more time. Time is running out. It's it's gone. You got you got to do it. I knew that 2 years ago when I first started the Oasis. And I heard what was happening. I had this instinct that said, I've got to do this. I've got to provide for my family. You know, I've got to provide for my kids. I've got to provide for my grandkids. I've got to provide for my mom. I've got to provide so I, I got that started and it's doing well. Problem is, is I'm always worried if I'm growing the right mix of crops. I'm trying to do it right this year. Last year I did a lot of experimentation, didn't go so well. This year I can't experiment. This year I have to grow the right mix of crops. 
And it's going to continue like this for years to come. Getting seeds is going to be harder, folks. It's going to be harder year after year. It's going to be harder. They're going to be more expensive. I already seen in the last two years, I've already seen like a 30% increase in the price of seeds. Along with, I've seen 30 to 60% increase in the price of my groceries. You know, they tell you, they te the mainstream media tells you that, um, what do they call it? Um, cost of living increase. Um, um, fuck, I can't remember the word for it. They say it's only been like, you know, five, seven and a half percent of a cost of living increase. Um, inflation, inflation. There's only been 7%. Well, they might be talking overall inflation, but they're not talking about the specific things that impact people. What impacts you the most in your life? What impacts you the most in your life is your cost of housing, your cost of food, and your cost of utilities to provide for your house. Those impact you more, oh, uh, at cost of, cost of gasoline to get from your home to your job if you've got a job that requires you to drive. Those are the things that impact you the most. Cost of food has gone up 30% or more across the board. Cost of housing has gone up anywhere from 7 to 40%. 40%. I mean, for example, I have an apartment that I pay rent on. It costs me 1400 bucks a month for a two bedroom apartment. If I had to re-rent that apartment at current market rates, it would cost me $2,200. The one saving grace I have is BC has rent increase caps. They can't increase rent more than the cost of inflation, which means next year I'm probably looking at a 7.5% increase in my rent, which will hurt, but not as bad as going from 1400 bucks to 2200 bucks. Cost of gasoline to get around? Hell, we've gone from pre-pandemic at $1.20 a liter to during the early pandemic to 99 cents a liter to post pandemic, which is this last week at $1.79 a liter. For those of you who might be listening in the States, $1.79 a liter. Let me work that one out for you. That's four liters to a gallon. Four times 1.79. That's over $7 a gallon for gasoline. Actually, I, I just, typoed the fucking thing. Let's go. One point, point, one point seven nine times four is seven dollars and sixteen cents a fucking liter for gasoline. Yeah. What was the other one I had? Uh, I forgot. My, I'm getting drunk now. I'm late into the show, and I really didn't eat much dinner. I ate just enough dinner, but I'm getting drunk now. 
So at any rate, we are in a major fucking turmoil of shit. We are in a shit storm, folks. All right. Let's see if I can end this show on some good good stuff. Did the kids bring me any fucking TikToks? Oh, we got some get woke go broke. Where'd that go? Why the fuck do I have colored shit in here? I could have sworn I just saw some get woke go broke. All right. <clears throat> I think I'm going to wrap the show slightly early tonight, but I've got some. I've got some TikToks here and I'm going to load up a few of them and get it fucking loading this shit so I don't have to. Fuck, I've got a lot of TikToks. Load them all up. This will be entertaining. We have some shit here, folks. Some stuff that is just incredible in our world today. I don't know what's going to happen. All I can do is draw some lines. I can tell you, I was thoroughly despondent after last night when I found out that our government had approved the use of the emergency powers that had been granted to our prime minister. All I could think about was we're in a world of hurt. Oh, that one's gone. All right, some of them have been deleted. All right, here we go. How different provinces react to drivers stopping at a yellow light. What? That had loaded. Are they upset? Montabarnak, I'm not drunk. You see all these fucking potholes I have to swerve and avoid? Huh? But I was only going 110, what's... All right, TikToks are not loading very fast tonight. I think I, I think I overloaded my fucking system. I've overloaded the system. Let's fucking shut them down. Let's shut them down and try again and we'll load them one at a fucking time and see if they load any faster. I can't even shut them down. That's fucking disappointing. All right, let's try it again. Let's try this again. Let's see if we can load them one at a time. 
I guess I'll have to just see what we get. We get what we get. I am trying, folks, because, you know, it's entertaining. It's called entertainment. TikToks, TikToks, TikToks. TikTok, 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 TikTok. If you're white, you're a racist. If you're male, you're a pig. If you're cis, you are privileged. Skin is shaving if you're big. Okay, that one's dead. That's really shame because I wanted to see the funniest signs from the Freedom Convoy, not of a. Let's go see if we can search that one up on. I just want to see if that one shows up somewhere else because that one seemed entertaining. All right, let's go to Board Panda. We'll see what we got here. Oh, I didn't get the whole fucking thing. All right, let's. That's not what I wanted. Try this. My fucking internet is now choking on shit. All right. Yeah, that's not working. All right, we're kind of out of luck there. Let's see what see which side is funnier. We're just not having any luck here closing out the show. Original sound. All right, let's see what we got here. We got some problems loading. Loading, loading, loading. Get the doggies loading. Rawhide. Unless you live under a rock, you're well aware of the mandate protest that has been occupying the streets of downtown Ottawa for the past two weeks. And if you follow me on Instagram, you would know that I've been documenting it. That being said, I don't give a shit what side you're on. I don't. I give a shit how funny your signs are. So here's some of the funniest signs that I've gotten photos of. And since y'all love to argue so much, you can argue in the comments about which side is funnier. And if you want to see more of them, follow me on Instagram, because I probably won't be doing another one of these posts unless this does extremely well. <laughs> I love mandates and mandate my balls. <laughs> actually kind of entertaining let's see um rcmp threat to remove us from our trees all 
Okay, let's see what we got. Our tree sits. Okay. Oh, the very quick rotter said. I know about that one because that's near me. That's an interesting, that's an interesting protest. They haven't really been doing much lately. Pikachu gets disowned. Let's go see what Pikachu's doing because, you know, everyone loves Pokemon. Even though Pikachu no longer has his black striped tail. Oh, we can't find out about Pikachu because it's been removed. All right, let's go with 2020 end of days. Let's see if this one gives us something useful. Yep. That one's gone for some reason. Let's see if this one's any good. As we wait for it to load, for those of you that might actually be hanging around for the end of the show, Cause we're going to call it quits after this. I've just, I've had enough. I've, I've said my rant. I don't have a co-host and that's really all we have tonight. This is a YouTube video. Okay. Six seconds long. Oh, that's a fucking commercial. I hate commercials. And I already know that my fucking streaming program is fucking problem. Yeah, fuck off, Ford. Okay, 59 seconds. I still can't believe I wasn't the end of the world. You, me and the Mayans had a plan forever and it still didn't work. The end of the world isn't coming. Did I hear someone say end of the world? Okay, big guy, what's your plan? Hmm. Well, first we'll start with a scare, maybe the threat of World War Three. World War? It's been done. But not with Australia on fire. Jesus, that's dark. And then I'll rip a legend from their grasp. Maybe Kobe Bryant. You sick bastard. And then I'll lock them in their homes with their families, with no bars, no sports, nothing. All because of a global pandemic, which we'll name after a beer <coughs> just in spite of them. You can't cram all that in a one year. That's just the first four months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about what fucking happened. <laughs> that's about fucking what happened. All right. That's really all I've got for you, folks. I'm going to call it uh, a show at that. And uh, we'll just wrap that fucking shit right up. I've got other things to do, and I'm just done. I'm I'm done. I'm burnt here. This is the end of the shit. All right. We'll call it quits. Let's have a little music. Carry us on out of here. These are the days of thunder. We're going to make time stand still.
Alrighty, folks, that's all I've got for you now. Take care. Bye bye. Adios, mofo.